The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. Crisis for the geek kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Join the geek revolution and save the galaxy. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Want to know more? Join Weeby Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Listen to Weeby Geeks podcast on iTunes and Stitcher or online at WeebyGeeks.net. Weeby Geeks, your voice for the Geek Revolution. Want to know more? This is a Danger Entertainment podcast. DangerEntertainment.net. Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam, including the Tascam Mini Studio. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. Meanwhile, at the above ground underwater suborbital volcano lair. This is our chance. We need a response team. We're already putting together the best move. With all due respect, sir, so am I. I have a plan. <laughs> Mighty Marvel Geeks. That's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team. Team? No, no, no. We're a chemical mixture that makes chaos. We're, we're a time bomb. Well then, son, you've got a condition. Your show about all things Marvel with Mike, Kylan, and Eric. What a bunch of losers. I am cruel. That I did know. These people may be isolated and unbalanced even, but I believe with the right push, it can be exactly what you need. Suit up. I'm bringing the party to you. I have indeed been uploaded, gentlemen, online and ready. And welcome to another issue, edition, volume, whatever you want to call it. It's all appropriate in the comic book world. Um, but again, issue of Mighty Marvel Geeks. It is the intrepid duo because uh, there's only a thing, only one thing worse than trying to eat McDonald's French fries that have gone cold. Mm, what's that? Eric being out sick with the Hydra crud. Yeah, yeah. Hydra crud is nothing to mess with. Nope. Unlike the coronavirus in China, which can be cured with a little Lyme disease. <laughs> no? No, no, no. That's that's something else <laughs> altogether. I promise. <laughs> um, yeah, it's... Uh... Eric is Eric's out sick, so it's just the two of us. So, um, before we completely get started, mm-hmm. check out our website. Uh, what's that website again? Here, that, that's your cue. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I, I thought, I, I thought we I was expecting Thursday to pipe in because, you know, that seems like what she would do. Uh, that would be www.mightymarvelgeeks.com. 
dot com dot net dot net dot net yes because see i have saved so i just click and it's right there so yeah. if you're you're good that's what you do okay well but, yeah and i mean but and uh that's where we we have we have our all of our links and all of our picks of the week and all the mighty Mar- the marvel unlimited picks hey, as hey, last. aside from well we gotta get the mu picks updated unless you have yeah we gotta update it um, uh, but hey, I got I got all the podcasts updated. All our episodes are on there now. And I thought I did. I thought I got pretty creative with some of the episode issue art, not episode art, issue art. You have. I get a kick. Sometimes I get distracted because when I'm going in on the weekends and you know, I'm putting in the pics of the week, I get a little distracted. So I'm like, oh, OK, that I like that. You know, oh, now, no, that's what we were talking about, that issue. OK. <laughs> So I, I thought Agents of Atlas was a pretty decent one. The talking shoes, finding the Tom shoes. But my favorite is voicing Modoc <laughs> with Elvis with the microphone. Yes. Yep. Uh, Oddly, you didn't have uh, a, you no know, images of Bob Newhart in there anywhere. So no, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, so yeah, we'll figure out what this episode ends up being called and see how the art turns out with it you well it depends on what random thing is said between now and yeah uh say running us out so yeah that's what makes it challenging <laughs> so um so away we go i like you said check out the links check out our partners at heroes and villains use the code field agents all one word for 15 percent off your first purchase and they're running a great sale right now so i don't know if the code works with it or not um but I think there's one or two items in Hellfire Club that are available uh, on a sale. And uh, also to check out, check out our web store, which I got to get better about plugging that on Twitter. The new word balloon hats are available and they look awesome. I already know, which, I know which one I want to get. I want that gray one. You remember the pictures of me at Galaxy's Edge and that Wookiee radio hat I've got? Yes. With the yellow underbrim? Yes. Same hat, that same gray hat mm-hmm. with the red underbrim is what I want. Oh, okay. I really like that gray hat because then I can wear it with almost anything. It's, it's a nice neutral hat. I can wear it with my bowling shirt. I can wear it with my polo shirt, which we, we got to talk about how you get your polo shirt. Oh, yes. And we still got to order you a bowling shirt my at some point. Shirt. Yeah, because I, cause I, I, I need to complete my collection of... Uh, of a uh, MMG swag because you know I, I get love whenever I wear the jersey my my hockey jersey I'm getting love wherever I wear that so but you know I I like having the options because uh, I've got the polos for all three shows and again we'll talk after air or after show about that um and uh but the bowling shirt is great too because it screams out when you're at a convention it does uh and we gotta get you on that as well so but um I got. But I also got to talk about um, a new potential partner. Um, definitely a new product that, oh my God, or oh my gosh, or holy cow, <laughs> to, to quote the person from another company, holy metal ground. <laughs> Jinkies. I mean, J- Jinkies? Scooby Doo. I know. I was like, D- did you just quote Dad? Uh, no, that uh, Velma? Velma? Yeah, I Velma. just quoted Velma. Um, yeah. I don't remember if we mentioned these. I don't think we mentioned these last uh, last week because we didn't get them or I didn't have no, them. No. They're called Bitty Boomers. B-I-T-T-Y Boomers. B-O-O-M-E-R-S. The site is BittyBoomers.com. Make sure you add that into the show notes, if you would, please. 
okay. link. Um, these are Bluetooth speakers. And I will tell you, uh, I showing one of my coworkers. It's like, hey, I'm going to be getting one of these, not realizing I was going to actually be getting quite a few. Um, and I'm actually working on a contest. We're going to be doing a contest with them. And I'm assuming this is something I want to work out with them. Maybe one per show being given away. Oh. So we'll be giving a, a Marvel one away, which they have four Marvel ones. Right. right? Um, I showed you a picture of the, uh, I didn't show you a picture. I showed you the one that's in my hand currently. Right. Iron Man, which looks gorgeous. It does. It really does. Um, the one I'm going to be holding on to, which is going to upset daughter, is, uh, the Captain America. Well, yeah. Uh, Spider-Man looks awesome. And Thor has got the look from Ragnarok. With his helmet from Ragnarok, which is great. So we're only going to mention the Marvel ones. Um, Captain America, this one looks looks like uh his outfit from first avenger mm-hmm. which is one of the reasons why i like it uh spider-man is the classic spider-man iron man is the classic iron man i will tell you these things are i when my friend and i at work were testing them out uh and i was showing him because he always likes new gadgets well we ran my iphone at half volume and you would have thought i was almost at full volume coming out really? of the speaker it is that out uh Oh, if I could, I can't see. I don't even know where my, to, to give me a magnifying glass. Don't you hate that? Oh, yeah. Um, I can't even read to tell you specs on this. They have on here. They don't have it on their site, what the, the specs of the speaker is. I, uh, I, I, I wish they, we... I wish they did, though. I, I wish they had specs on the, on their site, the speakers. Right. Um, I mean, it's just so you can get an idea of what it is that you're about to have coming at you, you know? Yeah. And these things are small enough to fit in your backpack or fit on your back. They come with a strap where you can attach them to your backpack, slip them in your pocket, um, you know, attach them to a key ring. Cool. Um, see if they're on Amazon. They're 20 bucks. I will say they're every every bit worth money. Um, it sounds like it. Wait, I, I'm going to be doing a video and wait till you guys see these on the uh, they've got a bunch of Fortnite stuff on here as well. Um, so, uh, do they have the specs on from the manufacturer? Mm-hmm. Um, when they say don't be fooled, you're, I, I will tell you, don't be fooled. You can sync two of these for stereo mode or use oh. one as a selfie remote for your phone, okay. which I got to learn how to do that. Um, they don't, on here, they don't list. Oh, wait, there's my phone. They, they don't put on here the uh, same specs that are on. Sorry, this is the techie, the audio. Well, no, I'm all for it. I mean, because I like, I, I like the idea of uh, knowing what I'm about to get into, you know? These are power rating uh, one times three watts. Oh, okay. It's a three-watt speaker. Um, but they don't, they don't give... Uh, see, I'm, I'm the type of guy. I want to know what the decibel rates. Mm-hmm. Um, I will tell you, it's loud. It's it's loud, and it's only if you take your phone completely to. Or for me, I take my phone completely to max mm-hmm. on a pretty average song off iTunes. Does it really start to distort at the very loudest? But you don't need to run it that loud. I'm telling you, you don't. Are you sure you don't have to run it that loud? <laughs> hey, I'm what just do saying because what do I do for a living? I know, but you know, I, I, I'm, you know, my philosophy if it's too loud, you're too old. So, I'm like, hey, okay, fine. <laughs> you you run full volume and blow the speaker, and then they're gonna laugh at you when you try and get a client warranty claim on it. Oh, you know, okay, good point. Uh, you know what? Let's let's take it to half and see if I'm good with that. Then, <laughs> oh, believe me, you will be. 
20 but they're 20 bucks i mean that's you know now, it's 20 bucks and a- amazon's got them a little, you know some of the fortnite ones a little cheaper right um but you know what it's fortnite mm-hmm. uh, i have that game downloaded i still haven't really played it and i don't i don't want to but most of the the main ones like the hockey ones yes they have hockey nhl major league baseball nfl um star wars which i guess we could talk about star wars cuz that's a marvel license vader stormtrooper chewy and coming soon i can't believe i'm saying this the child mm-hmm. the child and that one looks awesome um they've got turtles I mean, it's it's all nice looking stuff it's they they look cute it's all practical. They sound awesome. So mm. uh, enough said about that. <laughs> um, we will hopefully be getting Casey, who's the designer um, on these. And I'm really mm-hmm. going to go into, okay, give me some technical specs here, buddy. I'm an audio engineer. I want to know what the SPL is. What's the dynamic range? And I, I apologize for you, you field agents. You're going to be going, say what? I don't understand what any of that means. It's okay. I do. That's tech talk. And I, I want to know. I just want to know. Um, so now that we got that out of the way, which Kylan, if you order one of these, uh-huh. or, order two so you can do the stereo. I know you said I, you like Mikey. I do like Mikey. I, I almost see you getting Spider-Man as well. It, 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 it might be Mikey and, and, and Cap. I don't know. See, Cap Although is Mikey a great choice. Which other one? Uh, Mikey and Spidey would go well together, but I like Mikey and Cap or Mikey and uh, St- Thor? And Pittsburgh Steelers. So. Oh, no. Don't get yellow fever. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Just the Browns fan coming out in me. If, uh, you know, that'd be... At, le- uh, at, least, at least you didn't say Baltimore Ravens. And, oh, any field, yeah, no. and any field agent out there who's a Baltimore Ravens fan, I applaud you. Good for you. But you, as a Browns fan, you got to understand it, it's a it's wonderful right. season if we beat the Ravens twice. It's a bonus if we beat the Steelers twice. <laughs> Steelers are still our rivals, but you guys got our team. True. And... uh there, there's more. It's not a hate, but I will definitely say the rivalry is stronger now between Cleveland and Baltimore than it is between Cleveland and Pittsburgh. Yes. So, um, yes. talking about moving forward, though, or moving in general, uh, Captain Marvel 2 is officially moving forward at Marvel Studios. Um, of course, you know, the Marvel Universe has a slew of epic movies and TV shows set to arrive in the next few years. Um, and new and returning characters... Um, are part of that one character that the fans have been eager to see return, even though the actress herself is kind of rubbed shoulders the wrong way in many aspects with the original Avengers crew. Mm-hmm. Um, Brie Larson, who I loved her performance, as you know, all the extracurricular stuff outside of the film. Come on, you're all part of the same overall franchise. Don't don't go right. getting cocky because you do that. You got Robert Downey Jr. going, I smite thee, mm-hmm. and he may end up leaving you a a bloody iron man mask in your bed <laughs> we know what happens with that just not saying but i'm saying mm-hmm. um godfather just <laughs> uh so it was reported that last month that a sequel to the film was officially in development and now it looks like it's one step closer according to geek worldwide's thomas polito mm-hmm. uh, marvel recently filed a limited liability corporation llc or warbird productions too that's something that the studio often does in preparation for a new production mm-hmm. considering captain marvel's first film went under the name of warbird production 
happens. It only seems to indicate things are moving forward with the sequel. I did not know it went under the name of Warbird Productions. Hmm. Which is interesting name. I mean... I, I wonder why Warbird, besides the fighters. Well, you know, Warbird was uh, one of uh, Carol Danvers' um, monikers, names, uh, while she, you know, because at one point, well, you know, she was Ms. Marvel, then at one point she was Binary, and then at another point she was Warbird. Ah, okay. Yeah, so that was, if anything, I would think that that was a nod to one of uh, Carol Danvers identities or, or character okay. names where she became Captain Marvel. See, I learned something new. Did you ever find that, find out if uh, the Marvel Jarvis app was available for Android? I, you know, I looked, I did not see it available for Android anywhere. Huh. Okay. Yeah. It's a great little app. You know, if I looked it up, looked up Carol Danvers, I bet you I would have found that info about Warbird. Oh, uh, probably. See, it's just like I'm trying to figure out why Lucasfilm for Solo, a Star Wars story, called it Red Cup. Okay, I'm not kidding. I, I know why. <laughs> Solo, Red Cup. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Captain Marvel 2, as we go off on a tangent. No, never. Um, Captain Marvel 2 will be written by WandaVision staff writer Megan McDonnell, okay? mm, and it's okay. expected to take place in the MCU's present day, which would be, what, 2024? Roughly, probably something like that, yeah. Because at this point in time, well, it depends on what they mean by Marvel MCU's present day. We're talking post-endgame? Mm-hmm. Then, okay, I'll- that'd be 2024, because mm-hmm. that was five years after, well, 2023, because that's five years after 2018 with the events of Infinity War. So right now, all unless it completely specifies, like Black Widow, where it takes place beforehand, all the new MCU films are taking place in the future, starting with... Endgame. Right. Because that's what happened with uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. It went future. It did. So um, so the film is reportedly targeting a 2022 release date. Uh, no director has been announced yet, um, but they're hoping to find a female director for the job. Okay. Can I suggest one? Uh, uh, suggest a way. I can't think of her name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, or I can, but I want to make sure I get it right because we all seen her work and we think it's great. Right. Um, Deborah Chow, if not mm. Deborah Chow, Bryce Dallas Howard. I'm a fan of both. That's who I would like to see. All both of them have already done episodes of The Mandalorian. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, who I remember right, is Ron Howard's daughter. Yep, you're um, correct. She was in Spider-Man Three with Tobey Maguire, Gwen Stacy. Oh, um, but directing wise, she did The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. She did an episode there. Uh, she did a TV movie called Crazy, Call Me Crazy, a five film and a few shorts. So why not Deborah Chow, who did two episodes of Mandalorian, um, also has directed. Uh, she'll be directing the Obi Wan Kenobi series. She directed an episode of American Gods. Uh, she directed an episode of Better Call Sal. She directed an episode of Lost in Space for Netflix. 
She did uh, six episodes of Rain. She did an episode of Iron Fist. Wow. She did an episode of Mr. Robot. Uh, I mean, so some. she did an episode of Jessica Jones, an episode of Snowfall. I mean, come on. She's got, I, I think she's got the talent. Let's give her, let's give her a movie movie. I think she's ready. Oh, definitely. I mean, she's. I mean, unless she's, she doesn't. I mean, it, it's the 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 position. It sounds like to me, the position is hers to either take or leave. I mean, plenty yeah. of plenty of experience behind and in front of the camera, on the little screen and the big screen. See, and, and I understand there's gonna be there's gonna be some people going. Oh, does it have to be a female director? Does it have? Well, for yes. this particular film, I think so because I think to get the most out of the female Captain Marvel, it it needs that female touch. It does. It really does. Not to say a man couldn't do it, and or and a man couldn't write it. Because Feige's still gonna be on top of this, but this is a female movie, just like with Thelma Louise or some of the others right the, it it needs that it needs that that feel well as, as long as it doesn't get too political mm-hmm. with a statement i'm okay well i i agree and you know i think that with um if if bryce dallas howard says yes i don't see how you could go wrong right uh with directing with her directing this movie Right. I mean, I'll give a perfect example of pretty much a a female directed movie with a heavy female character that I was really impressed with. And I was scared that was going to be a disappointment. That's Wonder Woman. Yes. So, I mean, I'm still scared over the next one. Right. Because one, that's one of my daughter's favorite characters from DC. And I just don't want her disappointed ever. Right. Seeing something go bad on the big screen for her. But. Right. We'll see when it comes out. Now, according to Feige, he said this back in March of last year, making the making of, the fir- of a first film is in some ways a brainstorming on the future and on what it can be. So what it will be again is not clear, but what it, what it could be is pretty amazing. Uh, to continue, he says, when we found out Brie Larson might be interested in joining our world, we had a number of meetings. She was a huge fan of the character in the comics, which I'm glad to hear. Um, one of the highlights of my career at Marvel was introducing her at Comic-Con and having her come out on stage and stand there with literally almost everybody else from our movies. And there she was at the forefront and was great foreshadowing, not just for how audiences are going to embrace Brie at this, as this character, but how Captain Marvel is about to take the lead and be the forefront of the entire cinematic universe. So as we've talked about, she becomes, see, this is where I disagree. She becomes the new Iron Man. And I understand them going this route because we don't know the fate of Spider-Man between Marvel and Sony. But realistically, it's Spider-Man who should be the real forefront. Not that I don't trust Captain Marvel. It's it's Spider-Man's the the character that should be the draw because of the youth. But as we've talked about, Captain Marvel should be there as a mentor guiding them. What are your thoughts? You know, oh, you okay. Back in the day, no, it's 70s, early 80s, when you thought of Marvel Comics, you know, mm-hmm. you thought of Cap, Spider-Man, and at that point, Hulk, I would say. Um, and I would say that now, you know, we uh, uh, looking, looking at this from a comic perspective and then moving on to the, the MCU, 
on the comic side of things, and I think you'd agree with me, there's been a, a move move to make Captain Marvel the the face of Marvel Comics to a certain degree. Um, you know, because like in recent years, there have been a lot of uh, discussion about how powerful she is and how she's like the most powerful hero in the Marvel universe. So we take, let's take that and move that to the MCU where we don't have, we, we don't have Iron Man anymore. Uh, Steve is no longer Captain America. That's been moved to Falcon. But at this point, Falcon isn't really established in that role yet. And even with the upcoming series, we don't know how that's going to change things. Well, all plus, of that. Plus, we have the government interaction as well coming in saying, you know, proving to us Captain America wasn't a person, it's a title. Exactly. Exactly. So, that being said. I, I get I get the move to make Captain Marvel the the face of the MCU. Um and that I mean not taking anything away from Spider-Man. Spider-Man in the non-comic reading world is very familiar, you know, because it's been Spider-Man who's had a number of animated series. Uh, he had a, he had a live action show. Uh, whenever there's a Spider-Man movie, people know that character. That's why they're going. So I, I get it because Spider-Man is the draw, but it feels like, I don't know, I, 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 I get why you would want, why they would want to make Captain Marvel the draw. Right. Because I, I feel like that's what they're doing. I, I don't know if that necessarily answers the question, but I, at the same time, Spider-Man every, and everybody in the MCU knows this, even though within that world, nobody outside of the heroes know this. But Peter Parker is a kid. Yeah. And I think it's hard. It'll be hard. It would be a little difficult to say Spider-Man is the face of, you know, the MCU. But everybody knows that he's a kid, whereas Captain Marvel, you know, she's a, she basically it feels natural to take that moniker of being that leader of the MCU and moving it from Steve Rogers. Although Steve Rogers and Tony Stark shared it, uh, taking that and moving it over. I don't know. Maybe you could have it in a way so that Spider-Man and Captain Marvel are sharing it because ultimately that's what happened by the time we got to Endgame is that you had Steve Rogers and Iron Man, uh, Captain America and Iron Man sharing that um, role. So if there is this question about, well, should it be Spider-Man or should it be Captain Marvel? Why not have them share the role much like how Steve Rogers and Tony Stark did? I don't know. Right. right. That's possibility too but speaking of spider-man yes speaking of spider-man um so and this is a article from cnet uh that says that tony sony pictures chairman tom rothman wants to see more tom holland's uh, wall crawler in the mcu beyond the third movie so so the next spider-man movie is slated for 2021 that being said, and that that was part of the agreement after mommy and daddy were fighting last year. 
and don't like it when mommy and daddy fight. And you know, much like we, if you guys go back and listen to those shows, we called it that they were going. They eventually they were going to uh, kiss and make up at least for a little bit, and they did. And we got a third movie out of this. Um, that being said, Sony wants more. Uh, they they want to see. Uh, Tom Holland Spider-Man could have a role or presence rather in the MCU. Um, the so the studio exec uh, was asked about the possibility of continuing the partnership during a Hollywood Reporter roundtable interview earlier this week. I hope so was his response, and that's a quote. Um, oh. He knows what he needs to do to make it more of a reality. Right. I mean, it, the ball is in his court. Um, now, it, I think saying that the ball in his court means there's a question of, well, money. You know, yeah. let's just be I think I think that's where it is. It's a question of money. But and I think this is what uh, Sony saw on the wall was that part of some is better than all of none. Yeah. Well, let's think about this too. They they challenged Marvel, or they essentially challenged Feige with get the get the movie to a billion dollars. <laughs> Not a problem. It happened. Right. So because of that. What do you do? Sony comes back and goes, well, we don't want to give you more money because we just don't want to give you more money. Right. Despite the fact Marvel did two films mm-hmm. or they wrote the movie for Sony mm-hmm. to distribute. Mm-hmm. And they made Sony a, a lot of money and they got very little from it. Right. It's only fair if Marvel's doing more of the work, give them a little bit more of the cut. And, and, you know, I mean, that's just, you know, and if they want to figure out something in the way of maybe taking a little bit more when it comes to the merch or, you know, okay, why don't you do that? I mean, uh, now, but that being said, Sony wanted to make sure that, you know, that they were, that people understand that this is more of a want than a need for them. So, Rothman, uh, this uh, article goes on to say that Rothman acknowledged that Sony can do pretty well with Spidey, even when the Marvel stu- even when Marvel Studios is not involved. Non-MCU movie Spider-Man Enter the Spider-Verse won Best Animated Feature Oscar in 2019, but reckoned the deal was a win for Sony, Disney, and the fans. Which, yeah, absolutely it was. But here's the thing. It was an animated series. People, it was an animated series and it was marketed super well and executed even better than that. But okay. If you turned around, if Marvel had put Planet Hulk in the theaters as an animated, mm-hmm. you know, the animated planet, I was, just don't even go there. Um, if, if Marvel was to take uh, Hawkeye, mm-hmm. make an animated Hawkeye film and did everything just like, okay, actually better yet, West Coast Avengers, the current, okay. with the current cast from the comics. Mm-hmm. And they did everything just like Sony did with Into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you it would do just as well. It's it's the it's not necessarily that aspect. I think the problem is the live action Spider Man's. Mm-hmm. Marvel has proven letting them run with it mm-hmm. is making you more money than 
when you're taking your own chance at uh whatchamacallit? Um Venom. Yep. Venom did well. I'm surprised. Mm-hmm. And they're making plans for Venom too. But Venom doesn't make sense without Spider Man in it. Because now all you have is this black blob that happens to have Spider Man looking eyes. <laughs> there's no there's no other tie to the actual Venom except for the head. Right. Whereas in the comics there's more to it than that. Right. So I, you know, I think, well, I don't, I, I, I don't know if, if Into the Spider-Verse was a live action movie, would, would it have done, would it put up the, would it have put up the numbers it, that Into the Spider-Verse did? I don't know. I, I, There's still a chance it could happen. Because one, Tom Holland keeps trying to push it. Yeah. Two, Toby McGuire and Andrew Garfield both said if it was to happen, they would go for it. At what uh, point do you just turn around and go, let's make this happen? I, you know what? If it's look, we 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 know, we already know that because of this movie uh, and due to um, his presence in, I guess at this point he's sort of considered a third level character in the MCU. So not, and I'm not taking anything away from the character of Miles Morales. I'm not saying anything about that or any alternate version of Spider-Man. None of that at all. What I am saying is it's a different Spider-Man story. Uh, I think that because it was animated at first you got curiosity, but then you go from curiosity, a well-written story. Right. And that is what brought people in to go see it, you know, two, three, four, however many times they went to see it. That being said, could could lightning strike twice? Uh, and if that happens, does that happen outside of the MCU? Because Disney is so because uh, Sony is saying, yeah, you know, the the partnership with Marvel is nice. But we don't need Marvel. This is more of a want than a need. (laughs) And this is is where this is where all and they saw the backlash when they said that. Yes. And the fans came back with the backlash, basically telling Sony, no, you need Marvel. You don't want Marvel. It is a need, not a want. It's a need. The thing is, if you look at every outside, the truth is, one of the reasons why that Into the the Spider-Verse did well, I, I, I would say it was three reasons. Number one, it was something nobody has seen before, okay? As far as an animated Spider-Man movie. And it was the brilliant. Only, huh? And it was brilliant. It, it was. Now, uh, prior to that, the only time you saw animated Spider-Man anywhere was on TV. Okay. So we have an animated Spider-Man. And like like uh, Mike said, it's brilliant. I mean, the story is phenomenal. The music is awesome. And it does a bang-up job of introducing non-comic reading fans to Miles Morales. Okay, so those two points being said, uh, what does it take for for Sony to pull the trigger on this and you know make a huge Spider-Man movie? And if they do that, is it going to give them the same draw that they're get they, that they would get if it was tied to MCU? I, 
I don't know. I think people sometimes go in expecting a certain thing, and if that's not what they get, if that if they don't get what they want, uh, that would be enough for a lot of people to walk out. That story, wherever it is, has better be. It has to be on the level of into the Spider Verse, and and I would say at at that point it wouldn't matter if it was an MCU movie or not, but. If it's not, if you're trying to do this and it's not MCU, you you're gonna have to put whatever effort that every amount of effort that you put into into the Spider Verse, you're gonna need to put it into that one movie and then even more so. Right. But all that being said, they know that people like Tom Holland Spider Man. They love Tom Holland Spider Man in the MCU. So that being said, at the end of the day. You know, I know Sony wasn't crying for wasn't crying for lack of money, no, due to due to the how big the box office was for Far From Home. I know that. You know that. Right. So that being said, we I I, I, I I'm calling it a foregone conclusion right now. There's gonna be more. Uh there we're gonna see more of Tom Holland as Spider Man beyond 2021 i'm just calling it right now if they're they're smart yes yeah they they like money so not saying it's all a money decision but they like money yeah that they do well to continue on with marvel Mm -hmm. uh disney's to unveil mcu slate next month at disney plus launch event uh there's been much speculation about the marvel studio shows uh this is from mcu exchange um and um you know, multiple shows are entering production, both earlier and later than expected, and a number of new shows rumored to be in the works, such as Secret Invasion. Now, after months of little little in the way of official reveals, uh, ex- and that's not counting the uh, Super, Bowl, Super Bowl spot, uh, we may be getting more concrete info. According to Star Wars Newsnet, um, Disney is set to unveil its forthcoming Disney Plus slate at an event on March 5th in London which is the launch of Disney Plus over in England and, I believe, Europe. Uh, That slate is expected to include the platform's various Marvel properties. While no details beyond that, it's safe to assume we will get release dates or at least windows for Loki, What If, and Hawkeye, um, and perhaps even dates for Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, and She-Hulk. There is a possibility that Marvel could announce some new shows, Mm -hmm. Um, but we never know. Now, uh, the author of this story... Uh, Alex Josiah mentions, uh, personally, I'd like to know if we're getting those Secret Invasion or Thunderbolts shows that have been long rumored. Um, I want to know if we officially get the Agents of Atlas show as well that we talked about. Hmm. Hmm. I, you know, well. I want Heroes for Hire, personally. do, Do you think that the, okay. If we get Heroes for Hire, will it be Disney Plus? Do you think that they're going to move? That they would have it on Hulu. They can make it more family friendly mm-hmm. and bring in and move it up ahead to where Luke and Jessica have the kid. Mm-hmm. It could go on Hulu. It could go on Disney Plus with no issue. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
Mm. I mean, look at look at what they did with uh, Mandalorian. If they could have that type of violence, we're okay on Disney Plus. That is true. I you know that was I didn't I did not mind that one bit. I mean, it was just enough, and at the same time, it wasn't for 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 the sake of content. You you see why they did what they did. Oh yeah, but it it wasn't enough that it became an eye roll. You know, at this point in time, it could stay PG-13 with all of it, Mm -hmm. with those three characters. They don't need to go shocking anymore. Because now we're beyond that, especially if all this is taking place in Marvel present time instead of Marvel or MCU present time instead of MCU past like the original series was. Because those were still taking place after almost immediately after the events of um, the first film, after the New York incident. Right. So... Let's, uh, I mean, it could, I mean, yeah. I mean, let's, let's catch up everything to the, the MCU present day. Mm-hmm. Then let's go ahead. And from there, let's go ahead and do heroes for hire with Danny and Luke and Jessica. Mm-hmm. And you have the baby involved as well. <laughs> and at this point in time, who's to say, um, Oh, Deborah, Deborah Ann Wool's character from daredevil. Mm. She was a client and became secretary. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't think of her character's name. But uh, she, she can now be working for Jessica. Oh, uh, you're talking about... Uh, bu- 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 uh, I want to say the, the, Kate. The, well, no. Oh, Kate. Yes, yes, yes. Is it Kate? Kate? Yeah, I think it's Kate. Uh, well, I'm looking this up. Why don't you go ahead and jump to the uh, Op Insiders? All right. Uh, let me, because I had our, the... Our new friends over at Pop Insider. Yes. We have, let's see, Pop Insider. See, it'd go great with your gamer. It would totally would. See, that would just be within, and I, and I have space for for all of that now. So Karen, Karen Page. Yeah, but, you know, Karen got killed, remember? Did she? Yeah, in um, season three of Daredevil. Okay, I, see, I, haven't, I still haven't gotten to season three. I know, it's too late now. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah she, she. She met an untimely demise, as it were. Where's my pop side? Okay, because I had, I have to go back because I had up the, I had up another story altogether. I'm trying to find the Pop Insider one, which is that the no, it's not the new project one. It's the uh, Marvel themed game, Villainous. Ah, there it is. Aha, boom. There we go. Wow. Oh man, this looks so cool. Okay, so and we're so this now so this is really awesome because it's not very it's not very often that we get to have two weeks of like or Marvel game news uh, for two weeks in a row. That's not but vi- it's not video games. Well, last week's was a video game, but no, last week's was uh the kick the Kickstarter. Kickstarter yeah, but we also talked we also talked about Marvel Avengers too. That's true. That's true. So. So so this is a so this is uh this is a a game that is by by the same people who launched Disney Villainous um it's by the company called Ravensburger. Uh, they they had launched that back in 2018. So was the country. It was so. What's the company's next step? Marvel. Natural yep. progression. So Marvel villainous Infinite Power uh, celebrates five of the most malicious Marvel bad guys. Two will be announced at a later date. If one isn't Loki. <laughs> That's what they're saying. One isn't Loki, I will write. But so uh, that lets you know that the other three that we have right now are Thanos, 
Hella, and Ultron. So we got the two two more that are going to be announced at a later date. Okay, who, uh, who would you personally, right now, who would you want? I right, so I would say so. So we got Thanos, Hella, Ultron, Loki. Well, Loki's not official. So. Uh, well, I, I would I would pick Loki. Okay. Uh, I, I I would pick Loki. I, I'll be honest with you. Even though he's not powered per se, but Kingpin. I was going to say Kingpin. I I I like Kingpin. Um. Doc so Doc. Doc Ock would be going Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom. Yeah. Um. Uh. Carnage. Well, Carnage isn't really considered uh, was he? Yeah. Uh. Mm, I I would say Galactus, but Galactus is just a little too too up there right now. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I I'm I'm liking I'm I'm liking uh, Kingpin. I, I'm liking Kingpin. Okay. I like right. Kingpin. I would I would also go um with Doc Ock. Mm-hmm. Now. Yes. While we're talking about villains, before you get back to the rest of the story, right? I I had this pop up somewhere else. Favorite mm-hmm. Spider-Man villain. Favorite Spider-Man villain. Yep. Hmm. I know. I'll put you on the spot. Uh, as far as Spider-Man villains go, I like. Man, wow, that's a, a tough one. You know, I, I like Craven the Hunter. Okay, Scorpion. Scorpion is good. I, um, I, I like Scorpion back from the old. Uh, <laughs> believe it or not, the old uh, Electric Company Spider-Man comic book. Yes, Scorpion was featured quite a bit, and that's one character we really have not got in the uh, MCU at all. Or any spider. No, no. Um, I like you know uh, absorbing man. Yeah, yeah. I like I I like absorbing man, and I, I liked Hydro Man as well. But I think I probably if I had to pick those, two, I, if I had to choose between the two, I'd probably go with absorbing man. Um, cause he could even though he wasn't as smart as Peter, uh, the fact that he was able to take on the property of wherever it was he touched could know keep peter on his toes in a fight you right, know right anyway i will let you get back to finishing the um board game story yes okay so so like so we have the three known ones which are thanos hella and ultron uh and we have two that are unannounced so so they so they will make up the villain movers like um from the like and it says here that now for those who are familiar with these games said this one from the perfectly wretched version of the game and players embody them to fulfill their evil plans just you know don't snap so it sounds like there's a bit of role play with this as well um two to four players carry out actions within their realm and deal twists of fate to their opponents from a shared deck of cards featuring original artwork Um, so there are three game modes that are available so players can change the difficulty and time for changing gameplay so looks like this game will be available in august at major retailers and game shops nationwide and it's going to be thirty four ninety nine, so just under thirty five dollars. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Well, hate to say it, but it is that time of the week. Well, I don't hate to say it. I enjoy saying it. I enjoy it so much. Friday says it for us. Here are the picks of the week. Kylan, you got the MU pick this week. Start us off. All right. So my first uh, pick is twenty twenty Forks Works number one of three. 
brought to us by Matthew Rosenberg, Juan and Ramirez, and Carlos Gomez. The eruption of a violent robot revolution threatens all manner of biological life. Teetering on the precipice of extinction, there's only one man with enough tactical skill, killer instinct, and ruthless leadership to lead the rebellion. War Machine. Join War Machine and his elite paramilitary squad, which is U.S. Agent, Mockingbird, and Quake in the final crusade for humanity's fate. Okay. Well, my first pick of the week is Star Wars number three. Return to Cloud City. The end of the war and the final defeat of the Rebel Alliance are inevitable as the cunning Imperial Commander Zara unleashes her fury against the splintered and scattered survivors. But where have the Rebellion's greatest heroes gone when their cause needs them the most? Luke Skywalker's only hope to become a Jedi Knight was lost during his battle with Darth Vader. So he, Princess Leia, and Lando Calrissian must return to Cloud City to find it. But Leia has her own covert mission to accomplish there, and Lando's mysterious reason for returning could be very well ruin their only chance of success. This sounds like an amazing episode and could explain some of the tension that we got a little bit with Lando at the during uh, Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. So, uh, your second pick of the week. My second pick of the week is Falcon and Winter Soldier, number one, uh, brought to us by Derek Landy, Federico Vincentini, Vincentini, and Dan Mora. An office of dead government agents, a gifted new killer, two ex-Captain Americas, when a dramatic attempt on the life of Bucky Barnes reunites him with Sam Wilson, the two old friends are plunged headlong into a race to uncover the new leader of Hydra before a mass casualty event announces the terror group's resurgence to the world. The clock is ticking. Derek Landry of the Black Order, Secret Empire up- Uprising, and Federico Vincentini of Absolute Carnage, Miles Morales, team up for a pulse-pounding action spectacular. Okay, well, my second pick starts a trifecta. Amazing Spider-Man, The Daily Bugle, number two. It's a two of five miniseries. Professors missing from the Empire State, or from Empire State University, abductees or recruits, skeins of Spider-Man's web drape, lower Manhattan, charming local color, or Department of Sanitation headache. Does anything happen in Kingpin City without his knowledge? The reporters of The Daily Bugle are beating pavement to answer your questions. So, your third pick of the week. My third pick of the week is... Uh, it's a True Believers. It's Iron Man 2020 War Machine number one. Uh, it's a reprint of Iron Man number 118. Um, and you know what? I, I lucked out because this was one of those that uh, we talked about last week, or at least once we've been run into, where... There's just not a lot there, but based on now, mind you, I will tell you this, looking at the cover, this is from when Tony Stark carried the majority of his Iron Man suit in the briefcase. Yeah. And uh, he's falling out of the he's falling through the air out of the helicarrier. So I'm looking at this and based on this, uh, it looks like this must have been the first appearance of War Machine. Okay. Yes. 
Okay. Well, uh, my third pick of the week is Amazing Spider-Man number 40. J. Jonah Jameson's new gig has proven to be nothing but trouble for Spidey. As you're all aware, Triple J doesn't take no for an answer. So even if Spidey is knee-deep in a, in a world-saving situation, Triple J will always be there to help him. Quote unquote. But while Spidey is dealing with Triple J and, and Chance, something is brewing with Kindred, and it can't bode well for Peter. So your final pick. My final pick is Black Panther number 21, and it is brought to us see. by the letter B. By, <laughs> it, uh, the writer is Ta-Nehisi Coates. We also have Ryan Bodenheim and Daniel Acuna. And this one also, they got paid by the word. And I thought I, I looked to see if I could find a... Uh, a synopsis, a solicit of this one, but no, all it says is Black Panther. Okay. So there's that. My final pick of the week before we get into the Marvel Unlimited pick. It's the end of my trifecta. So I did Amazing Spider-Man Daily Bugle. Amazing Spider-Man. Or could I, there's only one other place I could go. Spider-Ham number three. There you go. And honestly, I am waiting for all these to come out on trade paperback, and I will get the trade paperback. Mm. Let's do the ham warp again. What's a ham warp? Well, this is me adding this in. Well, it's just a chop to the left and sausage to the right. Uh-uh. Put your hands on the bacon. Dude. <laughs> and squeal all night. Wow. It's the mutton chops that'll drive you insane. It's the ham warp again. Uh... Okay, before this doesn't become kosher anymore, I'll continue. <laughs> um, we don't know, but this third issue of Spider-Ham is an interdimensional delight. Spider-Ham just can't catch a break. First, Spider-Man crashes his solo adventure, and now they're trapped in the past. Somebody's got to bring home the bacon. See, I love me Spider-Ham. Uh, I, I know. that's you, you don't miss an opportunity to grab that. Uh, if, it, if it pops up, you're going to grab it. Yep, yep. So your final, well, your MU pick, since you already did your final pick. <laughs> All right, so my MU pick is actually a series, a mini-series. Um Probably the first of, well, the first major multi-book arc that did not involve the entire Marvel Universe. Uh, what I'm talking about is the Executioner Song uh, miniseries. Uh, this uh, this uh, span, uh, went between Uncanny X-Men, X-Factor, X-Men... And X Force, and although between those four books, it would then go around the next month, and then again the month after that, you ended up with a total of twelve books that were strictly about the Executioner Song miniseries. But then there were two other books that were added at the end. There was uh, Uncanny X Men, and there's also Strife's Strike File. So this comes out to a total of fourteen books. Um, and the synopsis goes like this. When Cyclops and Phoenix are kidnapped and Cable seemingly assassinates Professor X, the X-Men, X-Factor, and X-Force go to war with each other. Witness epic battles around the globe and on the moon as Mr. Sinister's subtle plan of vengeance on Apocalypse unfolds and major revelations are made about the true identities of Cable and his twisted doppelganger strife. 
Okay. So cool. no, it, it's a little it's a little bit of uh, of an investment, but is is a very good X story. So if it's something, if you're into the X universe, go for it. I'm not particularly into the X universe, but I love this story. So I, I'm not a big X universe guy. Um, not that I don't understand it. It's just it, it it's not something that draws my attention. Right. So um, that's going to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Any final thoughts? I'm all thought it out, actually. Well, I'm just going to say, check out Biddy Boomers. Get your uh, get your uh, Bluetooth speaker now. Mm-hmm. Video's coming by this time next week. So check our YouTube channel over on Weeby Geeks PC or on the search Weeby Geeks on on uh on you on YouTube. And I'll put a link to to the video on the when I link it to the to the homepage as well. So um yeah, I've gone through my share of speakers mm-hmm. of all kinds and sizes. Um I have a Bose waterproof speaker that I will take to the beach just because of the sand and everything. Right. I will give this I will give that Bose speaker a run of its run <coughs> run for its money with this. And I like the fact that this is small enough to fit in your pocket. You don't you don't have to worry about it taking up a lot of space. You can hang it. Like I I have a carabiner on my backpack. I'll put it on the carabiner. So I'll, I'll hook it through the carabiner. I I'm golden with this. So I'm I'm happy for that. I you know what I I, I do foresee these in my future. I do. Well, you take a lot of phone calls though, right? As part of your job. I do. So you really couldn't set one in your office. I could not, but you know, um, in your game room, you could. I could, yeah. or when I'm traveling. No, I, because I actually, I. There are times when I, you know, I'm traveling and I use my phone for my radio or whatever or what have you. And see, and if you're in a hotel, your phone's on the other side of the room, and you really got to crank it up. Now you just Bluetooth it to the speaker, and you can keep it turned down, and it's the perfect volume for you. See, I'm all about that. And like I said, one of these is going to be replaced. See, I got one of these five dollar Bluetooth speakers from Five Below for for Zoe, mm-hmm. and I just got told today that there's already some issues with it. I'm like, okay, these came in just in time. Now she's got something to potentially work with. There you go. So I I will be happy with that and see see what we can get for. Mm-hmm. So um so yeah, on that note, um there's only one thing left to be said. All wrapped up here, sir. Will there be anything else? Nope, just time to go dark. <laughs> Sir, the system has accepted the modified core. I'll begin running diagnostics.